Hello, welcome to The Parent Panel, the program that invites two parents, a mum and a dad, to come and share their wisdom and experience on the topics of the week. Today, we're talking about toddler reins, how to prepare your body for labour, discipline and family movie faux pas. Well, sometimes you catch yourself just being bossed around. You're going, wait, wait a second. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, I'm an adult. <laughs> Neve one day took her nappy off and just rubbed it on the wall. Oh, wow. I kind of feel like parenting is a good antidote to my anal retentiveness. I think you're still in the trenches with your kids. I like the expression trenches. I sometimes call it the vortex. <laughs> the Parent Panel with Siobhan Hunt. Our guests today are graphic designer and artist Beck Finer and mum of two, a boy and a girl ages three and six. Hi, Beck. How are you? Hi, thanks for having me. And comedian Tommy Dean, father of one 16-year-old and twin 13-year-olds. Hello, Just Tommy. turned 14. <gasps> I have to update my wow. parenting bio. That's <laughs> insane. What's it like having 14-year-olds? It's like uh, I get twice as many texts as I used to. <laughs> All right, let's get stuck into it straight away. Our first topic is toddler reins, yay or nay? Keep her outside on a leash. <laughs> Are you allowed to do that? Isn't that child abuse? Thought you were in a stunned silence that somebody could do that to a child. This week, a mum posted on popular forum Mumsnet that she had taken her toddler twins to the park using reins. Um, I've always thought of these as leads that you've put on a child and hold on to them. She said she got lots of dirty looks, um, that que- but she questioned whether that was fair because she said, I was keeping my children safe. Everyone knows toddlers are incredibly impulsive and having two at once must be challenging. Beck, do you think toddler reins are okay or are they awful dog leads that shouldn't be used on children? No, look, I think they are actually okay. I bought one once for my, well, he's now six, but he still has, like, he cannot cross a road still. He's like no, a they dog. No, they until they're nine. <laughs> no, I actually something. think it's getting worse <laughs> the more confident he gets. But I bought him one of those backpacks that had a lead, like, you yeah. know, a monkey one. Because it doesn't look as bad. Yeah, like a disguised <laughs> lead. But, you know, the problem was... I want to know how to get it on the toddler because they work out that they're on a lead. If she got the reins on, then she can use it, you know, like it's just impossible. So, yeah, I'm all for it. And But the only thing is we just use different devices, like I lock them in prams or I take them to jail parks, you know, ones which don't yes, have... Yes, the fenced parks. Yeah, exactly. Like we all use different... Techniques. Techniques. So I, I'm I'm all for the reins. And plus it could be quite fun. Like you could dress them up as a reindeer. You know, you could you could could make it into a bit of a, a, drama, a drama piece, I think. And if they're actually reins, I think what would be great is a, a hitching post outside of the grocery store. Yes. Oh, that'd be good. You just loop them over the post. And tell them not to bark at Go anyone. Go get your shopping done. Come so, back. did you ever use them? You've got twins. No, we did not use them, uh, but not not out of any sort of judgmental point of view. Um, I just never thought to do it. <laughs> no, I just I spent a lot of time running and yelling names. Come back, come back, get back here. Um, now with electronics being what it is, uh, I'm also now wondering if it will be possible to put some sort of ankle bracelet on oh, them. Oh, yes. And if they got like a certain amount of space away from you, they just got a little shock. Yeah. Well, I, well, I always wanted they would uh, learn very a little like like a cute taser for kids, you know, just yeah, yeah. a little shock, <laughs> you know, like yeah. just something to teach them a lesson. That's just enough. Oh, yeah. You oh. Know? yeah, yeah Not to paralyze them, but <laughs> no. Well, we, I grew up on a farm 
<laughs> and as a kid, and we had, you know, the, the cows had low-level yes. electric fences. Well, you know, I've always thought about doing them around swings. You know how kids just walk through someone <laughs> swinging and they just get taken out mm. by a swing? I thought just a really, like a mm. like on the farm, just a little electric Actually, fence. we could use this almost everywhere, because then the other problem with swings <laughs> is people taking turns, so you could put a timer in the seat. Yes, brilliant. And after they've had enough swinging. Brilliant. Bam! Little zap in the bottom. <laughs> they get off the swing. Next kid gets on. Electric shock. Electric shock is mm. the way of the future. Oh my goodness! I've, I've created two beasts. But I've been, you know what? We uh, funny though. I love to film a sketch where, like, a series of parents had their kids on leads, and then just like when dogs come together on leads, they all get tangled <laughs> up in yeah. the middle. And they're wrapped around. Oh, and you could get legs a dog walker get... too. A kid walker. Wouldn't that be great with like twenty kids? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> twenty leads. And then you'd come back, and they're like, um, "I'm sorry, your kid bit." another kid yes, so sorry. we can't walk we also anymore. think they all have fleas <laughs> i have nothing further to add to that i was gonna ask you if obviously you're not judgmental of leads because you want electric shock children um so what would you actually judge a parent for like if you were going to be judgy what would you be judgy about um Oh, what would I be? Oh, God. What, oh, you know what I would be judgy about? When I see um, parents feeding their kids really nutritious meals. That, and then when I see their <laughs> yeah. kid like eating, like they'll be at a park and the kid will be tucking into a salad sandwich, you know, and really enjoying it. And then I totally judge that parent. It is the same. I agree. Yeah. The judgment is mostly the opposite. How yeah. dare you be such a good parent? Yeah. Oh, he loves broccoli. What are you doing yeah. as you shove hot chips into their face like yeah. you gave birth to seagulls? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Give them a... Um, LCM, you know those terrible yeah, rice. Yeah. Oh yeah, terribly good. You mean? <laughs> I, I make Give my them... own homemade version. We call them bubble treats at home. I call them energy bars. Yeah. <laughs> who doesn't want breakfast cereal mixed with melted marshmallow? I dare you to find someone who says no to that. But it's interesting in the judgment. The only one I think is always has always amused me, even when I was still at the pram level. But I still find it curious that as parents, we lead with the pram. In traffic crossing yes. situations. Oh, yes. Oh, that is very true. They don't realize it actually extends past it's them. way past. No, yeah, you actually don't. I, I, My mum actually told me that tip that it's actually further beyond. Yeah, no. Yeah. And and people that let their kids stand too close to the corners of the road, yeah, yeah. major judgment. <laughs> yeah. But generally, uh, I think as a parent of three, I think most parents know it's so hard. It's so I think most judgment comes from people that think they know but don't have their own kids yet. But once you know, I mostly, I don't judge so much as look at with a sympathetic eye. Yeah. Yeah. I personally think that after this, you two should get together and maybe form a company for Mm. low-level electric shock equipment for Mm. children. Todd shock. (laughs) Todd shock. And kid cages. I mean, at least. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to move on before we get in trouble. Uh, (laughs) Next, we're talking about the best way to prepare for labor. Her memo said that we need to prepare for every possible disaster. We are prepared for it if necessary. How do I prepare for that? I destroyed my body to give birth to you! Teresa Palmer is about to give birth to her baby. In preparation, she's posted this on Instagram, she's drinking raspberry leaf tea, putting primrose oil capsules up her cervix, and taking Christopher's birth prep formula, which is like a herbal thing for birth mm. preparation, only to be taken in the last six weeks of pregnancy. Soon she will start diffusing 
clary sage oil. I don't know what clary is. Forgive mm. me for that. And drinking even more raspberry leaf tea. Of course, it is logically logical to come to you first, Tommy, on this. Mm. Um, did first your... off, I suddenly feel myself about to get judgment. <laughs> did, you... <laughs> did your partner do anything to prepare for labor? I believe she probably did. <laughs> what it was, I don't know. My partner is very prepared for most of the things that she gets herself involved in. Um, we did most of the classic stuff. We did pre-labor classes uh, where they discuss what to look forward to. You know, we packed our little go bag for when the time came. Um, but we didn't. There was. This sounds like you're trying to like get ready to somehow make it easier. Yeah, I don't quite understand <laughs> how that happens. So in that case, no, no, we didn't. It was kind of sure our first son, when our son was born, the first child, uh, labor came on in pretty standard fashion. Uh, you know, late at night when you weren't expecting it. <laughs> Thank you, labor. Yes. <laughs> and we raced off to the hospital, and and then unfortunately it, it took like forty eight hours of uh, and it eventually ended up in a in a cesarean. But you know, we tried for forty eight hours to stay natural, and I thought that was really difficult. So if I'd have known that there was some sort of <laughs> cervix pill we could have used, <laughs> in hindsight, we what might have done that. Uh. <laughs> but, we, you know, we had all the advice about, you know, eat curries. and you know, mm. But all that stuff seemed to be like bring on labor as if you were yes. beyond the due date. I yeah. didn't know there was some sort of pre-herbal think, prepping you could I do to make it. I think this is both. I think yeah. it's both. I know that raspberry leaf tea, I was told, can yeah. bring on labor. Yeah. I think the primrose, primrose oil is a very optimistic preparation mm. of the cervix area. But maybe that's about trying to bring on labor Baby's too. first drink is going to be no, no, primrose no. We just, oil. We just did all the, more like the after, like labor was kind of just like a small bump. We were more like building cribs and remodeling bedrooms. Yeah. and. Mm-hmm. But getting, I think that's you know, better. Car seats put in the yeah. back of the car. And... That's that's clever. Yeah, because you are going to have to take them home. You have to take them home. Yeah, yeah. it's a rule. Yeah. <laughs> Not on the roof racks. <laughs> what about you? Well, I mean, Beck, look, all right. You... The first one, I totally was too overprepared, as you do, and I did this. <laughs> it's so funny. I said to my husband, I was like, "Okay, we're going to do hypnobirthing," and he was like, "Righto." And then we went, did this course. It took so long. I mean, I'm not discouraging anyone. But I was not. He told me afterwards because we'd all lie you'd, and apparently you'd be like hypnotized and we'd all lie around and then everyone would like fall asleep in the class and they'd come to me and they'd go, and how are you feeling? I'd be like, I've got this twitch in my leg. <laughs> I couldn't ever get into it. And then afterwards when it totally failed, I had, and like I was induced, had an epidural, like everything, he goes to me, no, I didn't think you were ever going to be. A hypnobirthing mother? I was like, why didn't you tell me? And he's like, well, I just didn't want to <laughs> burst your bubble. <laughs> but also, my child was also two and a half weeks late too. And I wow. was drinking, I was like drinking like condensed raspberry tea. I was eating curries. I was like walking up and down roads. I want to write a book that says, don't do anything because it doesn't help. You know, like A that's... friend of mine, I was horrified at the time because I hadn't had a child, but she was jumping off her bed. Oh, I, and I cannot think of I was I, walking up and down stairs like 300 right. times. I remember being in my husband's um, ute that had no suspension for one trip when I was pregnant. And I we got out of the car like five minutes later and I said, never again, <laughs> unless you want me to give birth early, never again. But you know what? I was drink, I was eating such hard, hot, like hot curries that I wake up in the middle of the night and I go, we're in labor. And it was just the curry. Just, the curry. <laughs> there were so many. But you know what? The next one, all I did was watch a traumatic movie and then my water birth. 
my water broke. What movie was it? It was a beautiful lie. Do you remember the one? It's that Anna Karenin kind of thing. Oh and my she, god, that like, is a you know, terrible the train movie. scene at the oh. end. I went upstairs, literally sat on my bed, and the water broke. So oh, that's that my is, only tip. We were watching the World Cup. What you were watching the World Cup? I would rather that experience than yours. What a weird headspace to be in. I can feel like you're coming onto the. Right, that's not our next topic. No. Eventually, we'll get there. Nice one, Beck. You'll find out, listeners, what Beck is alluding to with movies. But next, what we're actually going to talk about is dis- discipline. It's a tough one. Everyone has a different perspective. And we're going to find out exactly where our guests sit with this topic next. Raising children can be a challenging and rewarding experience. Feed, Play, Love, hosted by me, Siobhan Hunt, is a bite-sized parenting podcast that's here to walk, skip and jump beside you as your children grow. I speak to experts and real parents about everything from finding your mama instinct to starting solids. So join me and we can all thrive and learn together. Feed, Play, Love, available wherever you get your podcasts. You didn't get much discipline as a child, did you? My brother's children are very badly behaved kids need discipline you need to learn a little discipline and maybe i wouldn't have to discipline your child if you did it yourself i don't spank and my children are very well behaved this week the abc had an article with parenting experts outlining why and how parenting are doing timeout wrong. But then not everyone uses timeout as a discipline tool some people confiscate toys they may cull tv time Beck, you laughed even before we started oh. this topic. What's your most effective tool for disciplining your children and how do you know it works? Well, look, I just want to say I am such a walkover. Like, literally, <laughs> my kids have me, like, my husband sometimes looks at how I try and discipline. Like, if I go timeout, they laugh at me. Like, timeout has no... no I didn't realise that home. I would be such a pushover before I had kids. Like, I had no understanding. But, look, timeout doesn't work. And I, you know... But is I, that because you're not doing it right? I'm not doing it right, but I, it's not going to work for me. You know what I mean? So I can discipline my kids, and they're not overly naughty. But I think it's, like, every situation is different. So it's not always going to work in that place. And I was thinking about this and I think that sometimes I find it I was like they're running all over me I can see so many areas I need to fix (laughs) you know and I just choose one you know one thing that I'm going to be really good at so it might be um, my three-year-old thinks that um, seatbelts are unnecessary in the car at the moment so I like you know I'm just going to focus on jamming him alive (laughs) and jamming and like like and then putting up with them screaming at me and I was like keep it going like you know it's just not giving in I think that it's not about time out but it's about like following through with whatever you're going to do yes you know so I'm terrible at the following so if if, yeah so it's not like I'm going to do time out necessarily but it's like whatever I'm going to do if they're not if they're going to say I want to eat, you know, like cocaine for breakfast and you don't want to give them <laughs> cocaine, then you say, I'm that not. lunchtime food. <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you that is a lunchtime food? And you are going to say, no, you are not going to have that for breakfast. And whatever they do, you're just going to like follow through, you know, and they could have a psycho temper tantrum and you walk away and then the lesson is learnt, you know? Yeah, nice one. Hmm. You're really going to stick with that, aren't you, Beck? You're like, yep, that's my discipline. <laughs> I'm going to be strong. I feel like I need to go to because my toddler, the three year old, is like she has I'm scared of her at the moment. <laughs> like she looks at me and I start to tremble, you know? Like <laughs> I've heard that about three year olds. Oh. How about you, Tommy? Because your kids no, are older I'm beyond now. it now in a sense. I first off I feel bad because this is you know, like 
probably the greatest topic in parenting. <laughs> but aren't teenagers worse? No, because they're on their own. Like I, my my <laughs> long form philosophy has been they, that usually the incident is its own lesson. Okay. Yeah. Like, and as you go into life, so now they're doing stuff where you know, well, if you muck around in the morning and you miss the train, well, you miss the train. <laughs> now, then you just learned that. That's that's yeah. your time out. Your time out is waiting for the next train yeah. and getting in trouble at school for being late, and that's your problem. Yeah. That's not something I have to have a hard discipline moment about. Mm. Life teaches you in its own hard ways. Uh, at toddler level, I'm trying to remember what we did. Toddlers are hard, though. I just, Electric I, shocks. I, it feels <laughs> like, like I, but my parents were very much, especially my mom. My mom was a classic uh, wooden spoon. Person. Oh yes. So we we were ruled by the rod. Yes. And so part of me as a parent knew that I didn't want to do that. Mm. Uh, but part of me recognizes how occasionally effective it is yeah. <laughs> based on how it worked with me. But I wanted to teach the kids that wooden spoons are about cakes and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's interesting you say that because on a different level, um, well, my parents didn't have the wooden spoon, but uh, I think I'm more like you, Beck. I am... I am a little bit easy with my kids, <laughs> but what that means is because I don't yell at them when I've, when it is an occasion to yell, um, then they listen to me. Mm. Like I can see that they're, oh, it's terrible, but they get so shocked that they oh, raise I know. my voice. I know when you lose it at them, they're like, yes. you've really pushed mum over the edge. I like it. Yeah. I'd actually stopped doing it because my voice is so <laughs> deep. deep to them. Yeah. <laughs> I, but when I, when I used it in an angry way, I could see unsettled fear. But you, mm, yeah, but you know what? It's actually funny in this interesting, this idea of being a pushover parent. Sometimes I actually feel a bit judged about that because I'm not a, like a, a really strict, strict parent. And if I'm around my other girlfriends and they are quite strict, I sometimes think they go, oh, Becky, you know. Oh, like, they totally do. They do. They but do. It's, They're like, you're a wild woman. Yeah, exactly. And um, it's funny because my mum was the same. And then I always go, I turned out okay. <laughs> and they go, Becky, we, we need a much longer conversation here. But and I'm think... not like a psychopath and my mum was like pretty nice to me, you know. But generally, again, I just, the only thing I was good at was no. Like in the sense that men I just. Are, men are better than Just like, oh, no, no, like Daddy, can I, have the, can I have candy? No. And they just keep dragging at you and you're just like, man. If no. you say, and that's what you're saying, Becky. But not getting mad about it. Just yeah, you stick to your guns. Calm. That's a form yeah, of That's hard. That's it's hard. hard. It's really it hard. hard. Like, Especially yeah. when you were eating the candy they wanted. That's, <laughs> that's just That's where I felt me. a little bit extra cruel. I, I have to say the positive reinforcement thing. I know it's a bit of a cliche, but I literally, my kids would do anything for a sticker. You know, like, so if I if I can... Can you give them a sticker for not hitting their sibling? That's what I'm kind of at the point at now. I know. Or not complaining. I said to my kids... I'm going to do a yeah, you could. behavior chart. Yeah. And if they don't complain about going to yeah, school they get a for every day, they don't complain, they get a, they get a sticker. Yeah. No, it, it really works. It does. I keep on yeah, telling everyone. They're going to compete with each other. But sometimes, yeah, sometimes too. it got out of control because we had a toilet training sticker board for the boy. <laughs> and I caught him in there at times really working hard. <laughs> to do some number twos when he really should have just been Let relaxing. Son, not now. That, that's kind of a net. What we're saying is when you have to, we want you to do it. Yeah. 
Not, don't make it happen. <laughs> but you know what? I was at the gym the other day and they had a sticker chart um, for people that went to the gym, like <laughs> like did all these classes. You should have seen the men running up. It was the men. And they'd get to put a star on at the end. And I was like, well, they still love that sticker chart, don't they? <laughs> but almost all of video gaming is built now on achievements, which are basically stickers. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, building that sort of here's what you get when. Ah, mm. I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking the experts say not to use charts, but I'm all for it now. <laughs> mm. I'm going to do one for next week. All right, our final topic in just a moment, the worst movie you've started watching with your kids. This will probably scar me for the rest of my life. Okay, who's ready for family movie night? And it is R-rated. It is not rated G. This isn't an appropriate place for children. Okay, everyone, family fun night is ready to begin. I think I've made a terrible mistake. A recent tweet stream asked about the worst film you've ever seen on a date and it made us think about which flick you've put on for the kids before realising it probably wasn't appropriate. Um, I have a really bad thing with TV generally that if it's Mm. an even mediocre storyline, I just get hooked and I can't. I'm like my kids. I just I had tunnel vision and I hadn't seen the Spiderwick Chronicles and it was a very interesting storyline. And before I realized it, like my husband's walking in and there's this terrifying troll on the screen and my daughter is cowering behind me. My son, who's young, kind of went over his head. He was all into it. And I'm just fixated, wanting to know what this is the moment. And my husband walks in and he just looks at me and he's like, really? Yeah. It's time to turn it off. I'm like, but it's PG. (laughs) And then I looked at it and went, oh, but it should be M. (laughs) So that was my moment. Tommy, have you ever started watching something and then... Yeah, every Too night. late. <laughs> <laughs> every Game night. of Thrones. There is no show that is worthy no. for toddlers, especially you know, like young screens. But and I know it's important because I still am scarred because when I was seven or eight, my babysitter took us to see Jaws. Oh my oh, god, that happened to my husband. And to this day, I hate the beach and I will not go them? in the ocean. Did your parents let? Well, I don't think it was. I don't think they asked. This yeah, was the seventies, right. you know. They, yeah, babysitter does what babysitter does. Yeah, I know. How good is that? <laughs> but. I mean, I, we keep an eye on it. It's especially much harder now because of all the streaming services in your house. They can just watch. Yeah, I, that's the issue. And you and don't the know. That's the bigger on issue. Like, you know, the, mm-hmm. yeah, so keeping an eye on that is harder. But you know, they have their own. I can I can go back at, at the least. I can discuss what they've seen. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> what were you watching that for? But the worst one I know that I worst one I ever did because I just had no idea. I had not followed the whole Batman business when Batman went dark. Uh-huh. And around so my son was born in two thousand and. Two, so around 2007 or eight was the the, the Heath Ledger oh. when Heath Ledger played the Joker, and I don't know. Was that the Bat? Was that the Batman Rises or the Batman the Dark Knight? We know which one you're talking. But it was about. a bad Batman with Heath Ledger as the Joker, and I had not seen any trailers. That's when Batman. I grew up with the 70s Batman all camp <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. cartoons. Great, and they, can we go see Batman, Daddy? Yeah. You bet we can. They're giving away toys and cereal. If they're giving away toys and cereal, it's meant to be for kids. Yeah. And we go up to this movie. <laughs> I know. Wow. I once went like to the, op- the movie opens with him putting a grenade in somebody's mouth. <laughs> wow. Did you just yeah. walk out? No, I used it as a parenting lesson. <laughs> <laughs> My son's like, why is he putting that in that man's mouth? Because he didn't eat his breakfast. <laughs> That's what happens when you don't eat your breakfast. <laughs> That's a good one. Jake, have you got one? Oh, we, I mean, I have to blame my husband for this, but he loves showing him 80, my son, who actually doesn't get scared, which I don't know how far we're going to have to push him before he does. Right. He's six. But um, 
who keeps on, I keep on coming in. They have a movie like on the weekend and I think it's like really good bonding time, but I'll come in and he, you know, he just showed him Ferris Bueller's day off and I'm like, oh, like there's like a few scenes. But then at the same time, I'm excited that he's showing him these like hilarious. Classic. Yeah. And then Karate Kid, he oh. watched the other day. It's great, but it has got a few things <laughs> in it. It's like all these 80s movies that you go back and watch. Like, I think I was right. Um, reading something the other day, like they wouldn't have ever made like 16 candles or no. anything like like that now, but we all watched it and it was great, you know. <laughs> so we he keeps on showing him inappropriate eighties films where you forget those kind of key scenes where. Um, That's very clever. There, you, you you know what you just did, don't you? What you answered the question by putting your husband in the shit. Oh, but it's entirely yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Usually it's me. To be fair, usually it's me. But I do have a hilarious memory. We were on a holiday. And my wife was watching something. And I went off to, I can't remember why. Anyway, for whatever reason, I'm out of the room for an extended period of time. Maybe I went to have a shower. But I come back into the apartment that we have for this holiday. And I have this beautiful picture of her with all three kids cuddled up around her. And from this side, I'm behind the TV on the staircase. It looks so beautiful. What a beautiful scene. The whole family together watching a movie. As I come around the corner... It's a vampire massacre. <laughs> like, it is one of the I still don't know what movie it was. But it's one of the most Seven, violent attacks days. on the undead I've ever seen. What is happening? That's so good. But, I mean, I love it. I mean, it's it formed so much part of my, my youth trying to, um, you'd mute it when your parents walk past. So Degrassi Junior High, they used <laughs> yeah. to do this bit at the beginning where they're, this is not suitable for kids. And I just always mute it down and then I'd pop it back up when my parents <laughs> nice. walked in. It was just such a such yeah. a good trick. I remember as kids going to the drive-in. We used to have a drive-in and we went to see Grease. It was one of those oh. multiplex, so like yeah. six screens in a circle. And the one over the back, and again, don't remember the name now, 70s, but it was some nudie. Very adult film. But I remember we were like all trying to watch Grease. And then like constantly looking over your shoulder and then getting the smack from the front seat. Watch the movie we're here for. What the, quit turning around. But you know what? Actually, I said to my son, oh, you've got to watch Grease. Like I was getting so excited. I went on to Netflix. Only Grease 2 came up. I was like, okay, let's watch Grease 2. Like I totally forgot. There are some very inappropriate very scene inappropriate. where I basically think, yeah, like she got coerced into a bunker mm. scene with him. Anyway, and he also learned all the Grease 2 songs too, which is, they're not as good as the, the reproductions let's bowl, are pretty funny Oh, reproductions. <laughs> what about, and let's bowl, let's bowl, another, another. Classic. <laughs> Classic. Michelle Pfeiffer's in that, isn't oh, she? I know. Yeah. It was what happened. They, there were so many good elements and it all went, yeah. Exactly. Do not what, let your kids watch Grease too. Okay, that's why. And don't name your kids Kinnicky. <laughs> that is a terrible name for a child. I don't know how that happened to that young man. It was always going to work out like that. Yeah, exactly. I was like, and see what happened. Was there ever, did you ever meet anyone called Kinnicky after that film? <laughs> no. 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 Thank goodness. All right. Well, that was our last topic. Um, but before you leave, we do like to um, say, see if there's anything you'd like to plug. Anything, any gigs you've got coming up, Tommy? Anything. That you'd like people to come along to? No, I'm not really a big fan of people coming to shows. <laughs> <laughs> but mostly because it feels I don't want to coerce you if you happen to be in the same room that I'm telling jokes in. No, because I, I just you'll enjoy heard yourself. you and they're like, no, we want to see Tommy. Look, seriously, if you want to see me in my real life parenting mode, uh, there is a grocery store on <laughs> Illawarra Road, Lower Merrickville. I'm there almost every day between <laughs> noon and two. <laughs> If you want me to guide you through the store, I'm pretty intimate with the layout. I can find almost anything. <laughs> Walk you through some of my favorite aisles. Talk you through some of my favorite recipes. I'm pretty handy in the kitchen. That's where I spend most of my time. If you're an online board gamer, I'm 
also there. Quite often. <laughs> <laughs> My online name is Oz Jesting. You can find me at all the good board gaming sites. <laughs> Hit me up for a game of the Oracle of Delphi. I'm oh. very good at that. <laughs> I don't even know. I kind of want to know what the Oracle of Delphi is now. But we don't uh, have time. Great so. board game. Okay, I'll take you. I'll take your word for it. Beck. Oh, I just think I might as well plug my latest book, which is called "If I Was Prime Minister." I love and that book. Um, yes, it's, it's a very a, good book. I think it's uh, it's it's all about what kids would do if they were prime minister, which I think is a very um, good book to read to your kids, particularly now. now. Read it now. Spark some conversation and get some kids in government. And given how fast the office turns over, there's a very good chance they'll get a go. Yeah, yeah I know exactly. They will. So they your future prime minister will read So it's talk. available in our all good bookstores and online. Online, so where can and a couple of bad bookstores. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a couple of struggling bookstores, but we need to support those struggling <laughs> bookstores as well, don't we? Uh, and are you guys so, on socials? Tell me, I have a feeling you, you just said um, I'm only available on uh, yucata.de. That's a German board gaming site, <laughs> and Board Game Arena, which is also a board gaming site. You just those said you were on. Social. Can't they find you at, at Oz Jokes? No, Oz Jesting is Oz my Jesting. online name. That's my cool. Ah. It's OZ, like Australia, and jesting because oh I tell God. jokes. You're not on but I made that up at the beginning of the internet. <laughs> and I didn't know it would last for so long. <laughs> <laughs> I if I had my time again, I'd be fox. You hunter. know what? I mean, I, I actually thought it's a good idea to discover everyone's original um, Hotmail um, accounts because oh, yes. they're just so good. Mine was Shevstar. <laughs> Mine was Beckstar. 3,000. No. I did 3,000 because I was like, we are never, it's like so the future, yeah. you know? It's um, still far enough. Mine um, is, um, I, you can find me on Instagram, Anna Beckfeiner, F-E is a German spelling, Feiner um, underscore illustrations, and um, BeckfeinerCreations.com. And she does beautiful illustrations. So uh, go and see and buy thank them. Thank you. Buy them. Buy them. All. See, buy look, them. I'm, I'm plugging you. I'm pushing you. I, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, have a, I don't have a website. It's deeply We're going to make him a website deeply wrong. After this. I don't believe in social media. <laughs> if think, you want me to put a post-it note the thing is, I on think your maybe door you to remind you to put toilet at, paper uh, in the upstairs bathroom, <laughs> I'll do that. I need that in my house. I'm trying to train my children to put the toilet paper oh, on. Oh, really? You, you know the you secret? Just them. don't do it. They have to eventually work out. I'm They've doing it. Go do it. All the wisdom. It also means that I have to go downstairs. Do you have any advice about stopping your um, boy weeing all over the toilet seat, or is that just like that's it? Yeah, take the toilet seat off. <laughs> what about me? <laughs> Too bad, mum. You asked like for my a, solution. Seems like a heavy price no. to pay. But otherwise, my thigh muscles will get very strong, though, won't they? They will. They no, will. No, the reality is, it's a lifelong problem. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't know. Maybe it's my husband, not my son. Exactly. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to get one of those things and pull you out of the studio. You've got to go make this electric shock company happen. People want this now. Oh, yes. connect that to the toilet. Yeah, that would be brilliant. <laughs> Except then they'll never sit down. I just want him to sit down and wait. <laughs> Tommy, I'm saying goodbye now. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. You can find me at Siobhan Hunt. See you next time. You've been listening to The Parent Panel, a babyology podcast hosted and written by Siobhan Hunt, produced and edited by Elise Cooper. For more information on the show, or maybe you want to do a deep dive onto previous episodes, you can find out all you need to know on our website. Head to babyology.com.au slash parent panel. See you next time.